Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. The Mark Cox Morning Show is brought to you by Thomas Helbig and Bob Kershaw with the Retirement Advisory Group. RetirementKey.com. The Mark Cox Morning Show. Listen to both sides. The bottom line is, I respect that we don't agree. You're listening to the Mark Cox Morning Show. Just to find a voice. Who is this guy? He's saying what we've been saying forever. I don't know how to put this. Mark Cox. I'm kind of a big deal. Well, it adds excitement, doesn't it, Fox? Welcome back to the Mark Cox Morning Show on a Thursday morning. Happy you're with us the 8th day of February. Uh, lots going on today. They're about to, the uh, Supreme Court's about to meet, and they're going to have, have a hearing on whether or not states like Colorado can toss Donald Trump off their ballot. And uh, Fox News covering this story right now, and they've got Jonathan Turley on there talking about this. Carl, is there any chance we could bring that audio up there and listen to this. That down this road lies madness. If you allow states to do this, a single state mm-hmm. under our electoral college system could effectively bar a candidate. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a, that is a great point that he just pointed up there. If you let one state do this, and it's a key state, say it's a Texas or a California where you've got all those those electors, uh, that would hurt a Democrat, too. If the, I don't know that it'll ever be in Republican control again, but— Still, I think that those are the stakes are that high. And they're saying that this will be the most consequential decision regarding U.S. elections since Bush v. Gore back in 2000. Wow. I don't know if I agree with that. I think this is a that that was something the United States Supreme Court seriously had to consider. Um, I don't think this one is. I think this is going to be eight or nine, maybe nine to nothing, maybe eight to one. Uh, seven to two. I would like to see it be a unanimous decision. But I mean, we'll you hope. I mean, yeah. when when they talk about <laughs> democracy is 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 dead, democracy democracy is going to be over. It will seriously. Like if if they don't rule in favor of Trump here to remain on the ballot, that's what I would tell you. No, how I've... are we, the American people, being told we can't vote for a candidate of our choice? Right. That that's what it gets down to. Yeah. Yeah. It should. It, that that's how it should go. So we're 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 co- covering that for you. We're monitoring that. We do have grip chickens coming up uh, a little bit later in the show. 
uh, from Fox, and, and he's based there in Washington. I don't know if he's covering that or not. I know they had Shannon Bream live in front of the Supreme Court earlier. So we'll check in with uh, Griff a little later, maybe get his thoughts on it. Mark Schmidt's going to join us before the hour's up. He has turned his grief over the loss of his son, Lance Corporal Jared Schmitz, into something positive for veterans, the Freedom 13 uh, organization, thefreedom13.org. And they have a pub crawl fundraiser every year that's gone nationwide. That's coming up again. I want to give you some details on it. He's going to join us about uh, 845 or so. Stay tuned for that. Right now, let's get to the top stories, please. The Mark Cox Shortlist. If it's good for the gun, they got to be good for the goose. <laughs> That's Senator Carla May down in the uh, state house yesterday in the Senate saying that she wants every male in Missouri to get a vasectomy. This female volleyball game that we witnessed earlier featured not one, but five men pretending to be females. Yeah, I uh, caught that story yesterday. <laughs> tell you it caught my attention up in Canada there's a volleyball tournament that is being dominated by uh, trans men who are being allowed to compete against women in these volleyball tournaments unbelievable most Gazans today cannot reach a fully functioning hospital this is not war this is slaughter yeah, AOC, you recognize uh, that. She wants a ceasefire, and she wants it now, and she doesn't really understand uh, what's at stake in Israel. How is President Biden ever going to convince that he is okay, even though in Las Vegas he told a story about recently talking to a French president who died in 1996? <sighs> it's, a re- it's a good question. I played that bite for you the other day, right, where he... he in, he imagined a conversation with French President Francois Mitterrand happening since he got elected. He said he went to a G8 summit or whatever over in the south of England, and he was sitting at a table, and he announced to everybody, America's back because I'm Joe Biden. And he turned, and it was the prime minister of Germany, he first said, and then he said France, and then he said Mitterrand. And then we, of course, didn't take long for people to point out that Francois Mitterrand died in 1996. I mean, we talk about we talk about this a lot, but man. It's not it's not just conservative media that are pointing this out these days. Um, There was a letter to the editor in uh, in the by the editorial board of The New York Post and The New York Post is not the most liberal organization in the world, but still. Here's what the editorials, in case you missed it, I want to read this to you verbatim. From the editorial board of the New York Post, the president of the United States is not all there. It's been obvious to many of us for a long time. It's now grown impossible to ignore. Answering a question about hostage negotiations Tuesday, a frail Biden was plainly unable to remember the word Hamas. And it goes on to mention the 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 mistake about Mitterrand. And this is mainstream media in this country taking notice of this. Now, I don't expect CBS News or ABC News to do stories on this. But the American people see it. Yeah, I mean, if you're liberal 
and you say anything like that, that Biden's not all the way there, you are slammed they're, as being a traitor, as being a Republican. They're going to they're going to take you out if you talk about it and you're you're in the mainstream media. They, they'll take you out over it. All, all my point is, is that the, the American people, this is, this is crossing political lines for a lot of people. Listen. We'll teach Donald Trump a, a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the men in America unless you want to get the benefit. Did you catch that, Mark? <laughs> I saw somebody posted a meme the other day, a, a, a video of a little baby sitting on a bed just going blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then they, they played the bite and bite right after that <laughs> and it's like we're not obviously we know that that happens as you age we're not trying to make fun of, it's really sad watching your loved one go through that my grandpa went through that and i watched it it's really sad but you know what you can't be the president of the united states when you're at that point that's why this is ridiculous it's it's dangerous and dangerous thank you from a national security point of view it's uncomfortable from our point. There of view. is some movement, and I don't want to. I don't want to. Well, maybe choose my words. There's some movement. There's been a response from the opposition, but um, it, it, yes, I'm sorry, from Hamas. But it seems to be. Uh, a little over the top. We're not sure where it is. There's a continuing negotiation right now. Then the uh, opposition. It's not the opposition. It's the most hated terrorist group in the world at this moment in time. In this picture of time, Hamas is the most hated uh, organization in the world when it comes to terrorism. How could you forget who that was? Not the Houthis. Uh, it's not it's not uh, although Iran is backing them. We weren't talking about Iran at the moment. We're talking about the people that that parachuted into Israel on October 7th and slaughtered 11 or 1200 Israelis, mm -hmm. men, women and children, beheaded them, raped them, did horrible things to them. The video, video proves it. And he cannot remember who we're talking about. They were talking about this potential ceasefire deal. I mean, I would say they should put captions up anytime he's anytime he's speaking. But either the person who had to type them out or the technology that they used to auto-generate it wouldn't be able to decipher it, what he's trying to it say. Would not be able to keep up with it. It just wouldn't. There, there's there's not there's not an AI technology in the world that could uh, interpret what Joe Biden's spewing out these days uh, for sure. Hey, coming up, uh, Channel Four did its own investigation of Congresswoman Cori Bush, who, by the way, has a new com competitor for the 1st Congressional District. Uh, it happens to be uh, another Democrat who threatened to kill Donald Trump one time, apologized for it later, but nevertheless got censured by the Missouri Senate as a result, and they called for her resignation at the time. That's Maria Chappelle Nadal. We're going to talk more about both of those stories coming up.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Even though Carl played that music, he stood at attention and saluted when it came on. <laughs> John Williams is 92 years old today. The one, the, the man who composed that song. The person alive that has won the most Academy Awards currently. Oh, oh no kidding. Yes. Wow, for soundtracks? Uh, Walt Disney yes. has more, mm-hmm. but he is no longer with us. But John Williams has the most Academy Awards of any living person. Wow. Hey, you know, uh, before we get into this this story about uh, Congresswoman Bush here, Channel 4 covered it. I have to tell you, some somebody came into our kitchen and they, they dropped off a case of what I thought when I walked in was Mountain Dew, right? I'm thinking, oh, it's good. I like a good Mountain Dew. It's got some some heavy caffeine in it. And I go look at it, and it's it's instead something called Mountain Lightning, which is apparently a Walmart product. How do you get away with that exactly? It looks just like Mountain Dew. The can is the same color. It's got the word mountain in it, and it is a golden yellow product just like Mountain Dew. I've got some in a glass here. Um, I I don't know how they got away with that knockoff without being sued, Um, but anyway, it's not bad. And apparently has less caffeine than Mountain Dew. Which I, isn't saying much, though, because Mountain Dew has a ton of caffeine. I'm Try. guessing that mm. Pepsi probably makes that for them. You think? I would imagine. I don't know. Because, you know, like some of the stuff that you the brands that Walmart and Costco use are just the same thing with their yeah, branding Yeah, it only on says it. distributed by I mean, I am that person who's not picky about brands. There are some things where the brand does make a big difference. I don't really buy soda, but there's some things that I'm like, no, you need the good one, the the brand name. But who? I mean, I'll pay less to get an off-brand. No no off-brand soda for me. Not at all. Yet you're drinking that soda. For the second day in a row. For free. It was for free. Okay, that, that, that's the it. question here. What will you do if it's free? People lower I'm, their standards when they know something free food. I'm, if it's like three days old, they're like, who cares? It's, it's free. free. It's, I normally hate this, but I'll eat it. It's free. Hey, you what put is a, it about? You put a free keg of beer. In, you, if you put a free keg of beer in there, I'll go in there and drink some Bud Light for you. How about that? Wow. Did Mark Cox, mark the tapes, 824, if, Thursday if the 8th. If it's for free, I'm just saying. Uh, if it was for free, I would, I'd go in there and pour a glass. So would Carl Middleman, absolutely. If it was free, yeah, sure. <laughs> Dad, absolutely. It doesn't have to be necessarily a beer that 
that I like or is at the top of my list right now, if it's for free, I'm probably going to try it. I would eat White Castle maybe <laughs> if it's for, for free. <laughs> Mark did buy you that. I know, I and I ate it because it was free. Trisha hey. and I had to buy our own, but Mark bought yours. Thanks, Mark. You're you're welcome. You're welcome. Hey, there's some some new information out on on Corey Bush, and Channel Four has been covering the story. Oddly, I'm I'm glad they did. I mean, um, I it's just not um, it surprised me a little bit. Let's put it that way. Go to uh, go to cut number thirteen. They they're looking into federal election commission reports on how she's spending the money that somebody is still contributing to her campaign for some reason. Bush has condemned the remarks as racist and sexist tropes. Now, though, our reporting finds her campaign is having to spend dollars on lawyers' fees. Though she spent very little on legal services in the beginning of 2023, by the fourth quarter, she had spent close to $33,000 in campaign funds for lawyers. We do commonly see that when we know candidates are under any sort of investigation or if they're responding to an FEC complaint or an ethics probe from Congress, we do often see campaign spending going toward attorney's fees um, and related expenses. It's something Port says the FEC does allow. Yes, this surprises people to hear, but um, that is permissible. And it does feel odd that if a candidate is accused of wrongdoing um, in misusing campaign funds, that they can then expend more campaign funds to defend themselves from that charge. Yeah, 130 grand of her campaign money has gone to security and or attorney's fees. Wow. So it was 33000 last year. I mean, what is that going to amount to this year? Oh, next year? year? Yeah, I don't know. It's got to be more. Way right? more. I would think. Well, um, she claims whatever she did was legal. Well, we'll find out. And uh, now she's got competition because in, in addition to Wesley Bell, who's raised more money than her so far, Maria Chappelle Nadal has announced she's running and uh, she's a better candidate, she claims, uh, than either of those two. I have more legislative experience than Cori Bush and Wesley Bell combined. And with your help, we can stop St. Louis's voice in Congress from being sold to the highest bidder. And really what we need is another congresswoman person from uh, CD1 who's likely to tweet controversial things like Maria when she suggested Donald Trump should be assassinated. She finally apologized for it, but only after the Missouri Senate for the first time ever censured her and stripped her of all of her chairmanships uh, and committee assignments and then encouraged her to resign, which she declined to do. Now she wants to run for Congress. Maybe she splits the vote and gives it to Wesley Bell. I don't know. Coming up, we're going to talk to our buddy Griff Jenkins and find out where in the world he is this morning. We'll be back. In Kiev, Ukraine, Griff Jenkins, Fox News. Along the southern border, Griff Jenkins, Fox News. At the White House, Griff Jenkins, Fox News. In St. Louis, Griff Jenkins, Fox News. Tell me where in the world is Griff Jenkins. Watch your back. Hey, Griff, do you recognize that sound? <laughs> Run. 
Run. That's all I can tell you. But here's the thing. Good luck running because hippopotamuses are the most dangerous land mammal on the planet. They can run 30 miles an hour. They weigh three tons. And I got to tell you, they've got the shortest, angriest temper of any in the animal kingdom. Wow. <laughs> I've seen video of them like chasing boats and stuff. Oh, uh, they swim yeah. really fast. Yeah, they're fast. Yeah, well, you know, now, uh, and of course, you are talking about the Fox Nation uh, special, the Drug Lords Hippos. And by the way, my wife was telling me last night, you know, after 25 years of marriage, you get a lot of honesty, and I suppose that's a good thing. <laughs> but she, 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 usually it's, uh, it's, it's to correct me, to make me a, a better uh, a specimen of a husband. I'm with you, brother. But, but um, last night she said, you know, watch, I think it's really awesome. I said, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's the number one thing on Fox Nation they're watching. And she said, you know, I think our news, it's just so bad between wars, between borders being overrun. Migrants are like terrorizing New York City. And like you see these hippos and like you're in a, this is an escape story that's fascinating. It has like all the elements, crazy animals, uh, Pablo Escobar, a jungle, great visuals. And maybe she's right. Maybe people just want to get, you know, uh, a little bit of a break. But it's a great story because it's one of those real whatever happened to, for those of us old enough to remember Escobar in the 90s. Yeah. Who knew Who knew his legacy were going to be hippopotamuses overtaking the South American country? Isn't that something? It's not pythons like Florida. It's, it's one of the most dangerous animal on earth. That's right. And not only that, I want to commend the Marcox radio show for being the cutting edge, maybe newsbreaker to first actually report on this of anywhere in the country, because you were on vacation, I think, Mark. Kim was in the studio and I actually called in on our usual Thursday date from the, the area where the hippos were in uh, Doradal, Colombia. Do you remember that, Kim? I'm trying to remember. I mean, I remember. I remember talking about breaking news. <laughs> I, re- I remember yeah. talking about the hippos. I think this is a fascinating story, and I think you're spot on, Griff. I think people are so inundated with bad, depressing news. It's important to no- be up on that stuff. But I think people love a good hippo story. <laughs> they do. They do indeed. And by the way, I remember calling in only because you know uh, I gotten a, a message. You know, like, hey, don't forget to call in tomorrow. I was like, oh gosh, you're right. So I called in, and I forget the woman that filled in. It was it was another woman that was with you filling in, uh, I believe. Oh, and I know what you're talking about Heidi, now. Heidi Harris, yes. Heidi Harris. Heidi was with you, and I called in, and you were like, where are you? And, <laughs> and of course, we, I had not told you, so it was like, is this a joke? What the hell is going on? And uh, but but to get a signal, I had to walk around where we were staying, uh, this tiny little makeshift hotel, over to a hilltop to get like a strong enough signal, so I had a good good cell signal, and that overlooks a pond where hippos are known to come. And so the uh, the the local miners were very upset that I went over there by myself. I said, I got to call into Mark Cox. I put my life. I'm going to cheat death to make this call. We love that, Griff. <laughs> we we do appreciate that. Uh, speaking of the stuff that people are probably getting to hear too much of these days, what what like Washington D.C. is ground central right now, right? I mean, Shannon Bream blew us off this morning to go to the Supreme Court. Well, and, you know, that's because this is a big and historic day because the high court's going to hear uh, whether or not Trump's going to get 
booted off the ballot in Colorado. And it's it's historic in the sense, and, and you know, uh, I'll give uh, my good friend and colleague Shannon Bream a pass because as an attorney, she's really, you know, our guiding uh, legal mind here at Fox, in addition to the Fox News Sunday. And we're just in such uncharted territory. Like, we just have never had states kicking presidents off ballots and, you know, citing parts of the Constitution that the Supreme Court today will will hear and possibly decide on whether or not uh, it applies to presidential candidates and, and on the manner of whether or not Donald Trump, uh, then president, uh, participated in insurrection, even though he hasn't been charged in any of the four indictments across 91 charges for indictment. And, and it's really, it's quite a day. By the way, not to shift gears from this topic, but just to give you a preview, because I like breaking all of my news on the Mark Cox radio show, is uh, I'm going to hopefully sit down this afternoon with a scheduled interview with the director of ICE. Because oh, wow. we talk so much about this, and we keep hearing these stories about MS-13 gang members that, in this case here locally in Montgomery County, Maryland, but all across the country, these these sanctuary city jurisdictions that do not cooperate with ICE. So if you have an MS-13 gang member that's going to get released from jail or, or post-bail or whatever, as we saw in New York – they simply do not cooperate with the federal government in trying to bring them into custody with ICE so they can be deported. And it is it is undeniably uh, uh, making the, the local communities uh, in the nation, for that part, a lot less safer. And so I'm hoping, you know, they, they, they it's very hard to get these people kind of on camera. The administration doesn't like uh, – their border folks to talk a lot to, hmm. to the nation. But I think it's really one part of this whole border crisis that's really getting overlooked. Oh, when, these, when these sanctuary city uh, jurisdictions and counties protect these migrants, even when they've committed the most heinous of crimes. The case I referenced here was an El Salvador guy that was uh, convicted uh, of accessory to first-degree murder, and Montgomery County let him go. ICE fortunately was able to hunt him down, but uh, you know it's it's just it's a it's a, an, a a topic that isn't I think discussed enough. Well, Griff, I'm I'm glad you're getting to sit down with him. I mean, here's the frustration, and I remembered from my days in television news when you sat down with somebody, you just expected from the beginning had their had their own agenda like it is the guy you're interviewing he's representing the biden administration obviously even though he's he's the head of ice he, he was probably appointed by the biden administration right he so, is so is he given it, is he given the mayorkas talking points i don't well we'll find out yeah and it'll yeah. be fascinating because this hopefully will be my story tomorrow oh, and nice. you know you never know what these things but right. you know uh. it's uh his name is patrick uh lechleitner and okay. he was uh, I believe going back to the Trump years, the either head of HSI, Homeland Security Investigations, which is under ICE as an enforcement sort of wing, right. or he was already a deputy uh, director. So his, he's been there uh, for decades. Uh, his career and his bio shows, which I read this morning, he was a Fairfax County, Virginia cop. So this guy's been in law enforcement forever. And I think you know, the reason why I, I'd seen this local uh, couple of uh, here in Montgomery County, Maryland, man, we're like given 
uh, Los Angeles a run for their money for gang members out in the community committing crimes, and, and most of them are illegal immigrants. And so I, I sort of pitched them and said, this is a win for you guys. It makes the administration look good because you're actually going out and getting it. But I just want to talk about how frustrating it is to not have this common sense cooperation. Everybody's setting their politics aside. You would think that, that people would work together and cooperate to make communities safer. I mean, what could yeah. be more important than the safety mm-hmm. of our fellow citizens? Good question. And, uh, and they said, you're on. We like that. Let's talk it. All right. So. Good. Well, we'll look forward to that report tomorrow, my friend. Thank you. Hey, listen, thank you guys, and don't forget to go to Fox Nation and download that Drug Lord's Hippos. I promise you won't regret it. I'm going to do it today, Griff, I promise. We'll talk soon, buddy. Thank you. All right, have a good weekend. All right, see, see you later. Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, that's true. Every time I interviewed Dick Durbin, that's how I felt. Didn't like matter, he had an agenda? Didn't matter what I asked Dick Durbin, I knew that the answer was going to be the one that he had preloaded before I got there. Yeah, I mean, some matter. of them are just professionals that's spinning it to go back to what they want to focus on. Uh, oh, absolutely. They're all, 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 a lot of those politicians are just so slick at that. You hope you get are. the one that's not so you Ooh. actually get a real good, authentic soundbite. Well, it's why, i, I got to tell you, it's why Donald Trump yeah. has re, realigned the, the universe when it comes to politicians. It's what appeals to so many people because you know that what he's telling you is truly what's on his mind because he doesn't listen to his advisors. No, I know. Even if, even if they tell him, quit talking about January 6th, he talks about it anyway. I mean, sometimes I want, I want him to sometimes shut up. But again, that's also what's appealing about him. Like it you is. said, you, you feel like you're getting the Donald Trump you see in, behind the podium mm-hmm. and the, the Donald Trump at home. That's, There's that's no difference. what we want right there for out of all of them to just a little bit of honesty yep. instead of what the, comes out of Chuck Schumer's mouth every day, which is none of that. All right. A uh, quick break here. We're going to get to Mark Schmitz coming up on the uh, Freedom13.org fundraiser, the pub crawl honoring Lance Corporal Jared Schmitz. We'll be back. Glad you're back with us on this uh, Thursday morning. Of course, we always love to uh, help uh, our our veterans in any way we can. And, you know, since we lost Lance Corporal Jared Schmitz, the U.S. Marine killed in that deadly bombing in Afghanistan um, outside of the airport there as we were conducting that botched withdrawal. Uh, his father has carried on his memory uh, by creating an organization called the Freedom13.org. We got Mark Schmitz on the phone with us this morning. Mark, welcome back. Good morning. Hey, you know what? I appreciate the fact that you have actually gathered nationwide support for this pub crawl you got coming up. That is, that is fantastic. Yeah, it's year three already, if you can believe that. Um, we've made it into California, Colorado, Texas, D.C., uh, Boston, Massachusetts is involved again, Illinois, and, of course, Missouri. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I know that um, you've, you've been on Fox News recently and all over the place with this. Uh, I wanted to get you on here and give you an opportunity to talk about what's going on. Now, this pub crawl is, I mean, it's it's in person and it's virtual, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, people can participate from just about anywhere. But right. uh, all the different bars and restaurants will have QR codes that are specific to their particular bar and restaurant. So, uh, if you see their postings on socials and you can't make it out to any of the participating bars and restaurants, you can still donate and support. Yeah, and and ha- t- tell people how that works. Just remind them, Mark. They go in and they they scan the 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 QR code, and basically they're they're buying a beer, and that money is going to the Freedom Thirteen, right? That's correct. They can donate any amount that they would like, whatever they're comfortable with. We also do have 
an ACH monthly donation program where they can donate $13 a month, just like Tunnels to Towers has their $11 a month. Sure. We have that set up as well. But the bars and restaurants, we, we totally leave it open to them and how they would like to participate. Some are doing, you know, food and drink specials. Others are having billiard tournaments, uh, trivias. Uh, you name it, 50-50s, raffles. I mean, they can do whatever they want, and we're still taking bars and restaurants all the way up until the day of. And, Mark, so. one, this is Kim. One of the things that that money would help with is building these recreational retreats in all 50 states, right? That is correct. Uh, we'd like to build a uh, one in each state on 100 acres of land, uh, 13 houses on each of the different camps, and we would like to be able to employ a veteran to work full-time as a property manager and live on-site rent and mortgage-free. Well, it's fantastic. People can go to thefreedom13.org. There's there's an online raffle as well, right? That's correct. Yeah, we've got a 50-50 raffle going right now, plus there's also a raffle for a trip to Mexico. Wow. And all that information is on the website, and people can go there all in uh, just uh, remembering uh, your son, Lance Corporal Jared Schmitz. How proud he'd be of you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, this will be his 23rd birthday. Wow. Wow. Well, uh, Mark, anything we can do, we're always happy to do it. I'd encourage people to to find the list of uh, pubs that are taking part locally and go out and and uh, take part and help out the Freedom 13. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. We'll talk again soon. Uh, good to get Mark on here, and he's, he's done tremendous work on behalf of his son's memory. Hmm. Uh, again, that's coming up on the, uh, the uh, 24th. February 24th is officially the pub crawl. You can sign up between now and then and donate and take part in that on their website. Hey, uh, the Supreme Court arguments are coming up. It's going to be live. I'm sure Kilmeade's going to be covering it. We'll have the latest throughout the day for you. And uh, Kim and I and Carl will be back here at 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. We'll see you then. Get more at 971talk.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.